Rolling Stones magazine released an updated version of the top 500 albums of all time. A list like this was bound to spark controversy. So I'm here to give my opinion on how these albums stack up. I'm Gibbs, and welcome to the Rolling Review. What is up everybody, Gibbs here. Before we get into this album, just a little disclaimer here. As I didn't really know how to say the album name at the end of the last episode, I still don't really know how to pronounce it now, as it is a Turkish pronunciation, and so I'm going to say this wrong, and if someone has a better way to pronounce it, please let me know. But without further ado, at number 454, we have the band Can, which I can pronounce, with... Eje Bem Yalsi, which is the Turkish pronunciation, and I guess it's just a kind of okra. That's what it translates from, and that's probably the last time I'm going to attempt to say this album name. It is the third studio album by the German kraut rock band Can, and it was originally released on November of 1972. Recorded in the Inner Space Studio, December 1971 to June of 1972. Inner Space Studio was actually the nickname of what they called... They bought an old cinema at the time, and they used that to record, and they actually lived there during that time, which we'll get into that a little more later. The genre of this album is Krautrock, and... Avent Frank. This was released on the label of United Artists and produced by Can themselves. This album consists of seven tracks with two singles, Spoon and Vitamin C. Spoon actually just being kind of thrown on the tail end of this album because they had found that they were kind of running up against their deadline there. And Spoon was released prior to this album, and it had already been a quite successful single by the time that they started recording this album. And they found that this album wasn't really complete, and they needed to fill up some more time, so they went ahead and put Spoon on this album, as well as it being released prior to this album just by itself. As I mentioned earlier, this was recorded in a large X-Cinema, and they lived in it as well as recorded in it. And the guitarist recalled that the sessions were kind of frustrating at points because the keyboardist and vocalist at the time were playing chess. And it seemed like it just became all too easy to become distracted during the recording of this album. And he stated that completing the recording became a frantic process with some of the tracks having to be recorded practically in real time. And then, as I said, the single spoon was added to make up for the shortfall in the material. So I find it very interesting that this album makes the top 500 greatest albums of all time list when it essentially didn't seem like the band themselves felt like they put out a decent album and felt like they had to make up for shortfalls of the album by adding a previously successful single to it. 
The album cover is just a can of this okra. And they actually went down to a Turkish store and found this can and took a picture of it. And they said it wasn't to be for like a silly concept idea. But that there the word can means something like life. And that the titles like Vitamin C and I'm So Green weren't meant to be a concept idea. The album did receive pretty good marks by the critics where they said that can are without a doubt the most talented and most consistent experimental rock band in europe with england included which is a pretty big statement when you think about it and you think about some of the other bands that maybe could have been included in that experimental rock genre at the time and saying that without a doubt that these guys are the best. That's a big statement. Others chose to call it a masterful piece of psychedelic rock fused with tightly wound funk. As well as being 454 on the Rolling Stone Top 500 Greatest of All Time list, this album is also included on the Pitchfork Top 100 albums of the 1970s, placing at number 19, it's on Uncut 200 Greatest Albums of All Time, placing at 75. NME's 500 Greatest Albums of All Time at 297. Stylus Top 101 through 200 Albums of All Time at 113. Pace, the 70 Best Albums of the 1970s at 63. And Fax Top 100 Best Albums of the 1970s at 97. So a very wide range of placements there with some of these lists putting it very very high as it placed 19 on one of the lists but that was just for albums of the 70s and even a competing 500 greatest of albums of all time list by NME placing it to 97 where Rolling Stone places it 454. This album was cited as a point of influence for many different artists. And artists such as Beck would go on to cover tracks like I'm So Green. And even Kanye West, which is featured many times on this list, sampled the song Sing Swan Song for his song Drunken Hot Girls on the album Graduation, which I think might be on this list. I'm, he's got like five albums on this list, which I don't know why, but we'll get to them eventually. So I guess we'll be hearing a sample of that later, but that seems to be the big credited thing for this album is that Kanye sampled it. As for what I think of the album, the album starts off with a 9 minute and 30 second song called Pinch. And I said that this album was only seven tracks, but it still comes in at just over 40 minutes long and it starts out like i said with the song pinch at nine minutes and 30 seconds which i'm not against long tracks i am a huge fan of pink floyd and a lot of their earlier stuff or not really early stuff but more so that time after sid barrett you get into the longer tracks and even more popular albums 
you get Echoes and Shine On You Crazy Diamond all together is over 20 minutes long. And I love those tracks. I love long tracks that can keep my attention. Pinch didn't really do that for me. It seemed like it was just drug out to 9 minutes and 30 seconds to fill time. And for all I know, it could have been. Because they obviously seemed to be in a rush to record this album when it came down to crunch time and they were concerned about filling the amount of time they needed for this record so maybe it was just drawn out and that to me is just creating a poor track as like I said I don't mind long tracks but I like them to progress I like to hear the different parts and you adding more layers and taking layers away and you don't get that with this first track it's basically the same thing for all nine minutes and 30 seconds and it's I feel like it was meant to be more of a jam piece but there's just no there's no one soloing there's no one creating a prominent part to really listen to and all you get is kind of just this background noise I think my favorite track on this album was sing swan song which I am kind of interested to listen to how Kanye sampled that and worked that in because I really enjoyed the music in this song. It just kind of had a way of roping me in and it kept my attention throughout the whole track because they would add little pieces in every now and then, different sounds that you maybe wouldn't hear, whether I think I'm not sure... But I feel like I heard like a vibra slap sometimes and then just other different percussion items that would come in and add a little something to the track. And I really did. That was probably my favorite track on the album. I also liked Vitamin C. That one I just felt was kind of a catchy track and it had me later kind of humming along to it. So I feel kind of bad when ranking this one because I was looking at the list of albums that we've done so far and every time I kept going back and back and back through the episodes I was thinking man I really enjoyed that album more than this and this had this better than this can album and I worked my way all the way back to 478 which is quite the drop for this album and one of the bigger drops that I've done for an album that wasn't a greatest hits album. So I did feel a little bad about that, but that's personally where I'm going to put this one right now at 478. That's just ahead of Big Star's album, and it will move Marvin Gaye and everything up from there up. To see the list and see what everything that I had put above this album, you can go... Like the fan page on Facebook by searching at The Rolling Review and click and like and there will be in the photos a copy of the list so far. Next album I'm really excited for because I listen to this band a lot but I don't think I've listened to this whole album all the way through and at 453 they have Nine Inch Nails with Pretty Hate Machine so I'm excited to get into that one. Until then, I'm Gibbs, this is The Rolling Review, stay safe, and be kind.